What's up, my brother? What's good? What's good, brother? Nothing much over here. It's been a day, I tell you that. Yes. Hello, America. I hope you had a wonderful day today. I hope it's been. It is now Wednesday, April the 20th. And you know... 420. 420. 420 for my my homies out there. Definitely 420. Yeah. And America, we aren't doing anything right now, I promise. Promise nothing is happening over here on 420. Promise you. No cheeks and charms. Now, have you ever had one of those moments where you're just like, did that just happen? Almost every day of my life. That's like every day of my freaking life. <laughs> Did that just yeah, really right. happen? Right. Let me tell you, America, today was one of those damn days. From everything in football, the world of football, to the world of entertainment, to the world of politics. To everything. To everything. Did that just really happen? Right. And we're going to start it off first with talking about our beloved... Carolina Panthers. Boy, North Carolina loves being in the news lately. Right, for all the, for wrong, all the wrong reasons. reasons. All the wrong reasons. Okay, brother, I'm sitting there at work. I'm waiting on you to come pick my ass up. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, oh, let me just mess around and, and let me just see some, some recent stories, read up on some sports news. I'm like, 10 minutes ago, Josh Norman. Why is Josh Norman in the news right now? Right, What's and I'm just, I'm just pissed off about other stuff, and I'm just like la 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 la. It's like yeah, um, the 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 draft is not the big news of the day anymore. I'm yeah, like, what happened? I said I just left work. Draft has become second tier right now, which was major Secondary. news that we would right. get to. Right, and that became secondary. Now I know Norman. I was thinking something about Contra. I know he wasn't. He didn't go to the voluntary workouts, and I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe they That's maybe he showed up, or maybe they the worked out something. Right. Von Miller's not going to the to the Broncos workout, so right. really nobody really cares so, about that. Right. Lo and behold, I see Panthers rescind franchise tag. On Josh Norman. He is now an unrestricted free agent. Okay. I'm going to offend some people right now. But once again, we got King Whitey. I'm sorry. I'm quiet, I said it. I'm quiet over here. I'm sorry. These general managers who want, like the freaking owner from the Warriors who wants to make the championships about him. And oh, yeah. all these sports where like, all these... Are you out there playing? What did you do? What did you do? You... what? Okay. All these people that are running the show, I'm sorry, America, are white men. I'm sorry. It's just it's just the way it is. I'm not being racist or race-baiting. No. It's, it's just a fact of the matter. That's a fact. And these guys, I don't know if they know how to run a corporation or a team or what without getting their panties in a wad and making everything about them. Right. I, I'm just still baffled by this, okay? I'm, I'm just waiting for something else to come out. Because going on what you're saying, we get him in there with the Panthers. Oh, that, this is personal. He, this is personal. He has a history of this. I mean, going back to Steve Smith a, Steve Smith. a couple of years ago. Got to get him out of here. Get him out. Go. And we've still been fighting to replace him. 
Still don't have anybody to replace him. I mean, what did he do? He only went to Baltimore and, and got over a thousand yards and kick about seventy nine receptions or so. Uh, do you think we could have used Steve Smith in the Super Bowl? <laughs> do you think? Uh, just, a little bit. just a little bit, right? Have <laughs> used them just a little bit in the Super Bowl. But that's the problem. These people make decisions not based on chemistry a lot. A lot of times, it's like totally dollars and cents. I understand dollars and cents is important. Right. But there's also a chemistry aspect that's important in, t- in team sports. If it's an individual sport, I totally understand. I get it. It's an individual sport. Yeah. But when you have to mix chemistries together, this team really bonded together and made it to the Super Bowl, which is right. one of the hardest things to do in any sport. And which I'm confused because they already signed their big pieces all back Everybody's together. Everybody's locked up. It's like Norman was the missing piece, and they had $18 million to work with as far as cap room. They already had a franchise tag placed on him. I don't know what the what was going on in the negotiations. You know, there's things saying that Josh Norman wanted $15, $16, 17000000 $17 somewhere in there, one of those things. Um, I, mean, do you bl- I mean, I don't really blame – I'm not going to knock Josh because his story, Josh was sleeping on people's couches. Right. Training here on beaches and stuff. I mean, he was really a struggling athlete trying to make it. Yeah. He wasn't a highly drafted player. I don't think he was drafted at all. He was a free agent. Oh, yeah. So he really worked and earned his stripes. And who didn't fall in love with Josh Norman last season? I mean, he was all over everything. He was balling. He earned his stripes. He Okay, that's another thing. I'm seeing all over the internet. Oh, yeah, don't mess with Ghetto, man. Oh, way to go. There you go. Oh, he's not worth all that money. Yet again, people Oh, it's of, all about money. People me, in everybody me. else's pockets. You know? Like, they wouldn't be asking <laughs> for money if they were a super a superstar caliber type of athlete. Excuse me. How, how many years do you get in the game of football? Unless you're, I mean, unless you're somebody like a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning or something. Exactly. I'm sorry, don't these people negotiate for raises? Every year? If not, they need to. Every year. Yes. Exactly. I I don't get this whole thought of, like, he doesn't deserve this type argument. Hey, you know why? I mean, I'm I'm not going to say it, but... You already hinted to it early on. <laughs> I know what you're talking you, about. You know why. But I, that's what, I mean, but, but really, though, you don't really hear a lot of black people or, peop, you know, people with different ethnicities really knock players for wanting to... Get money. Get, get money in their pockets. Yeah, I don't understand why this is always such a negative thing. And it's, it comes from a one general source, basically, yeah. about the negative comments. Yeah. Now, I could see in instances, I could see when it really would hurt your team. I don't see how this hurts your team. So, franchise tag, you do it for one year, you have the money to do it, you have other pieces in place. If he doesn't work out, Hey, he you let it go the next year and let him hit the market. Exactly. What I mean, what else are you spending on? You're not spending on receivers. You're not spending on running backs. You have the draft still ahead of you if you, you want to get some money. I, I don't, I don't understand. That. But then to make them be unrestricted, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, thanks for the memories. Bye. Right. We don't need nothing in return for you. Good and bye. I mean, I guess you free up that extra fourteen million or so that which was his fran- um franchise tag to but who are you gonna get that replaces Josh Norman? It's no one of his caliber. It is purely egotistical. This guy wants to 
prove that, hey, I'm the general manager. I'm running the show. I'm making the decisions. You know who he wants to be? Who's that? He want to be the Patriots. You know who's who's well-known as always paying under and doing this and doing things. The, the good old way. Yeah, <laughs> the good old-fashioned way. The way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't just pay the man his money. I'm, I'm not understanding this at all. I don't understand not even exploring. Okay, if you're going to do this, there are several factors. First, you have until July 15th. July 15th to lock up a long-term deal with him. Right. If you want to. So that is plenty of negotiating time. Plenty of time. Who knows what numbers will move with that. Also, you have the – there is a draft around the corner, right? It is. You don't explore draft pick options or trades and free agency or anything. The agency was in March. Was in March. Yes, if you really want – There's really nobody available. That's true. That's true, but you don't you don't explore any kind of trade opportunities. You just drop just them. Just drop the asset. How do you just something's drop gonna, someone think, like Josh? Something's got to come out. Like there's something not being. I mean, told Josh here. is a bit of uh, a hothead pre-Madonna? and a prima donna, <laughs> and I can see conversations going way left. I can see that. So well, we'll I, find out. I don't know. I it's just I'm just like, did that just really happen? It's like I don't know. It's like if you with that hot girl or guy, and then all of a sudden you just get that text message. We're over, baby. This is done. <laughs> <laughs> I have moved Third on. Thanks for the memories. Adios. But I'm out of here. Goodbye. I it's just mind blowing to me. I don't get this. And in that same vein, going to the draft was yes. another. Did that just happen moment? I'm, you know, I love the draft. Yes, you do. I, I, I do, I'm, too. I'm Who one of these, the draft? these retarded people that will sit in my underwear. You can't say retarded. Oh, is that, <laughs> is that offensive? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm one of these special people that will sit around all day, Thursday to, to Sunday, watching the first pick. You sure will, and, and you sure do. And I'm you like, will be one of those, right? Listen to Chris Berman and Mel Kiper and John Gruden and all these people. like, oh, this guy one runs a four three forty, right? <laughs> I'm like, wow, he's fast. Isn't it amazing how they uh, just the coverage of the draft though? Now how it goes and everything. Oh, it's, it's like it's so so totally. It's like a superstar event, like. Thursday has its own. The first round has its own night now. Yeah, Thursday night it has its own. We're night. We're gonna have a special night for only those first few, uh, first whatever. Right. Draft so pick. if you're on a first round draft pick, you're yeah, like first round draft pick. Damn, I'm a fucking loser, man. I'm not even, I didn't even make it to the first. <laughs> yeah, day. I didn't, I didn't make it to the first. Night. I didn't make it to the first night. See who's still gonna be sitting in that room and, and going into day two, scratching the head. Hey, it could be Aaron Rodgers again. It could be. <laughs> All right, but the news with the draft we got. Yes. Who moved up to the second pick now? We had the shock already with the Rams going and doing all that, selling the farm, going everywhere to get the first pick of the draft. Right. Now we got another team moving up to get that second pick of the draft, giving away, what, <laughs> like five picks? Five and... picks. I think it's like maybe three or this year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like, like that. Top, top the top two or three rounds. And who was that team? 
the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Philadelphia. Those Eagles. Now the Eagles. I don't know this draft. I'm having a hard time getting into it as far as the quarterback situation. To me, I think they're all interchangeable. You can they, you, you can pick Cardell Jones in the sixth round, and he'd be just as good. Just as, as good as, in my opinion, any of them, Wentz or golf or, or whoever. whoever. Right. So we know that quarterbacks are now going to go one and two with the yes. Rams and the Eagles, but the Eagles moving at the number two, boy. You know who is not excited about that news? Who's that? Mr. Sam Bradford. Oh, she's still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> he was fuming. And she said, they say, he was fuming. And what they say is that he's still, you know, they, they try to tell him, you know, you're still the starter. You're still the number one. We are, you're a starter for sure. For a half. We'll see how for the preseason. Let's see how that goes. But now he's pretty much, I guess, going to make it his mission now to show him that he is the man. But what happened last year? <laughs> he had the opportunity last year, right? Got a seven and nine finish that they had, and he was god awful. He was terrible. That team <laughs> terrible. was dreadful. That team was awful. I don't understand. But I guess the, so. They're willing to groom a quarterback, but they obviously are looking for a franchise quarterback. I don't see a... I don't know. Who knows? Somebody could shock you maybe and become a franchise-type player off of this, but nobody just jumps off the screen. Well, I guess this is... The the quarterback picks in the first round has really changed dramatically. It used to be, hey, we're handcuffed to this guy for at least four to five years to see if we can make him into a star. Now it's like, hey, I'm willing to take a gamble. If... And if it doesn't work um, in a year or two, fuck it. We've yeah. got another quarterback coming up in the draft in that, in that particular year. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, because even if you look look back at the um, trade with the, the Redskins and and the Rams. The Rams. Mm-hmm. The Redskins kind of still won out because they got two division titles out of it. They did. And the Rams... Have one. <laughs> they got a first round pick again. That's what they got out of it. Right. And what, did, what did Bruce Aaron say? They're the best eight and eighteen in history, or something like that. Like they're always eight and eight. Always, year. always mediocre. Yeah. So mediocre doesn't win today. They haven't. Re- they didn't mediocre. really take advantage of stockpiling those picks. So I don't really blame L.A. for moving up because hey, first of all, you moved to L.A. from St. Louis. Yeah. So you gotta have a splash. You gotta have a splash. You're right. Case Keenum is not gonna be attractive for an opening day quarterback. I'm no. so sorry. Not good. So do you it. gotta make a splash. It's Hollywood. You got Gurley in the backfield. I mean That's our that's your star. That's who that's you're building around. Um you got some decent receivers. The defense is is bona fide. So I mean, hey, you know how, what we say, if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL you have no chance of winning anything. You're right. Zero percent chance. That's absolutely right. I mean, can we say that Eagles experiment last season was just a complete failure? Again, another person trying to be a GM and a head coach. All at the same time. never happen. They smarter than everybody in, in the world. And, you know, that's media's fault because everybody wants to talk about how He's such a genius. genius. He's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> I mean, I thought geniuses were like, 
aerospace engineers. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what a genius is, right? Brain surgeons. <laughs> Not in the game of football. I don't know. He calls you know, plays. Calls plays. And it's yeah. just on offensive end he calls plays. He knows nothing about defense. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But that's the shot. We'll see. I don't know. Lisa's making the draft exciting to see what's yes. going to happen. But, you know, the quarterbacks are going to go early. But yeah. after that, I think it's going to be um, the guy from um, Ramsey from oh, Florida yeah. State. From Florida State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's um, the number one corner. And I think the Cowboys pick fourth. Yeah. The Cowboys so, is a pick fourth. The running back. I would pick Ezekiel Elliott if I was still. He's a stud. Ezekiel. Yes. yes. But we'll, can't, we'll handicap the draft. Maybe on next. What is the yeah. draft? This is next week. The draft is so. Is, is it next week already? It's almost it in April. Yeah. yeah. So we definitely we definitely have to do that and that. go through who did pick who by pick. Our, yeah, who, 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 who would be? Get picked. That would be fun. Yeah, we definitely we'll do, do that. that. All right, we'll switch gears now for a good. Did that really just happen? Moment going into the game of basketball with the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. I really love that team. Oh, that's going to be I, this the team to watch in the, the next five years of the NBA. Yeah, the next that five years. That nucleus of that team is awesome. LeBron James is the is he? You know, I love LeBron James, but he's a goddamn idiot <laughs> to get rid of Andrew Wiggins. Right, Andrew Wiggins is going to be a stud. He he is a stud already. He is a stud, but he's, he's really going to be a stud. Yeah, he's going to just keep getting better and better and better. Carl Anthony and Towns that Carl Anthony Towns is just beyond human belief. Right, a guy that big could do. Didn't he win the skills challenge or something? Yes, won the skills challenge. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, that guy's a beast, and I love Tibbs. I think Tibbs is yes. one of the best coaches in the league. Yes, America, they have Tom Thibodeau now. Tom Thibodeau is taking over as head coach and president. Yeah, they. I think it was head coach and president, president or something. Yeah. They got him and they got um the general manager. Guy that used to be at Utah and at New York um with the Knicks. Okay, I can't remember his name right now, but they locked him Tibbs up for five years, forty million, solid move. But that nucleus, their offense is already potent. And you know what? I did hear something. Um, I think on ESPN or something today that Tibbs. Recognized that you know he needed to get better as an offensive tactician, so he went out and different talked talk to different coaches in different sports and the game of basketball to try to hone up his skills oh, offensively. Good. So yeah. that, that I like people that have that can be self-critical, yeah, and have the insight to say, hey, I need to, yeah. To get better. If I want my the team guy, to get better, I got to get better myself. The guy's amazing. I mean, over five seasons with the Bulls, he had a 65% win percentage. And we know most of those years was without Derrick Rose. Most of them. <laughs> almost every year. <laughs> almost every year. And, and, and battling all kind of injuries. And that's when the East was really great. Yeah. It was a with lot. the Heat. Better, and exactly. the, the Pacers were really good exactly. then. And he still did work. He was working. Yes. And just look at the Bulls now. The cesspool of ineptitude oh that it is now. That's what they get. You know, I know it was stuff going on with management. Again, and all this stuff. Management needed to get a pat on the back, say, hey, we're great. You're not. 
And that is a continual theme with this too, isn't it? Management, Management. is awful. These guys have the biggest egos in the world. Because, you know, they wish they played. They wish it was them out there on the floor. They're like, why couldn't I have been? Right. But some of them are former players that end up being in management. And then that pisses you off. But you know what? They have that divide and conquer mentality that has played the United States, you know, since its inception, basically, where they're turning um, the aristocracy is trying to take over and basically um, make it it like the players are the bad The bad people. So fans are like, oh, players bad, asking for money bad. Yeah. And when, <laughs> in Amer- what other sector in America is that bad? When do you not ask for a raise? Ask at your for job? a raise. And then that's considered a bad thing. Exactly. Oh, you're not thinking about your coworkers. You're not thinking about the you're team. You're being selfish. You're being selfish. Asking for that, that $2 raise. Asking for that <laughs> whatever it is. And meanwhile, the NBA just signed this deal with the little logos that's going to go on the jerseys. Oh, yeah. They sure did. So these teams are about these owners are going to get filthy rich, and nobody's going to say one word about that. Nobody. And it amazes me that they're able to shift that paradigm where the owners are sitting back making more money than anybody. Hey, for that they are geniuses. They are geniuses. (laughs) They're making more money than anybody, and you want to hang a player by his feet for asking to be paid? How dare you? How dare you ask to get any money? Uh, <laughs> it, you know so these all the billionaires. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> That's why I don't get so uptight. Now it, it's two sides, in a sense that when players do demand money, like a lot of money, then they can't really complain if their team isn't the best. If they can't go out and get the best players all right. the time. If you're if it's, you're breaking the cap, right? If you're breaking the cap, it's given to a la Kobe Bryant, right? You know, but the man deserved. I feel like the penny he got because what he, he brought to to that, you know, it's awesome. Like if you pay for the future or if you're paying for the past, right? Exactly. You know? So it's difference of opinion that could go in that. And the good thing about the NBA is I think the salary cap is going to take a huge jump. Is yeah. This, this, this well, season. they had the big the big deals and the stuff that they did with um, ESPN. That making, and, I mean, it's a lot of money being billions. yeah, billions of billions of dollars are being made by these teams. And nobody wants to be critical of them. No. They want to criticize want to come the down players. on the players. It, it is interesting how that works. But I tell you, those Minnesota Timberwolves, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I tell you. Having Tibbs on that sideline, watch out, America. You said it here first. They have missed the playoffs for the last 12 seasons. Oh, they'll be there shortly. I'm going to go out on a limb. Not next year. I'm going to go out on a limb. Not next year. I'm going to go out on a limb. Not next year. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say they are going to sneak into an eighth spot. I'm rolling with the Minnesota okay. Timberwolves. We got this on tape. Well, we got some money on Vegas. Vegas, you bet on that. You bet oh, on everything. We need to make sure the Vegas put that down. We need to put that down. Yeah, <laughs> Don't that put yeah, it down. Yeah. <laughs> need to figure that out in the Vegas trip. All right, so you had some words with something that you wanted to, it, with some sad news that happened with um, a great Pearl Washington. Yes, Pearl Washington unfortunately passed away, uh, I think it's today, it was 52, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot about Pearl Washington actually watching um, a 30 for 30. Um, I love 30 for 30. 30 for 30, it, it, it's just the, one of the best things that ESPN's ever 
Man. Real quick, shout out to LJ Randolph. We just got into 30 for 30s, and now you can't stop texting about it and talking about, oh, he it, loves about all the ones these watches. Yeah, LJ. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's, it's just great. All right. But um, Pearl Washington is one of, the, one of the probably one of the five most important people, at least in the, at least in the 1980s, and not in the history of college basketball. His what he did for the game of basketball, for um, not only the Big East but just for basketball as a whole, would never be lost in history. Um, you see, Pearl came. I think he was born in Brooklyn, and he was like one of the first major players that Syracuse University was able to recruit mm-hmm. and make Syracuse really relevant, and it helped elevate the rivalry between Syracuse and Georgetown. Okay, because he came in at the same time um, with Patrick Ewing. Um, Ed Pinkney, um, Chris Mullen, and Mark Jackson. So if you recall, I think it was 1985, it was like all Big East teams in the Final Four. Yeah. yeah, Right. So um, he he helped elevate the Big East, put them on the map to help elevate ESPN because the Big East Conference really helped elevate ESPN into a major network. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so he's really an important figure Basically, in all sports, if you look at it, what he helped to help create with ESPN and made it a viable network because ESPN was a struggling um, entity initially, but they were able to put all these Big East games on the um, the national television, like Big Monday yeah. and um, all that stuff that we have now. So really helped elevate um, that product. And his game was so smooth and so sweet. A lot of people said he was like Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan, you know, came into college. Solid, solid comparison. Right. And um, just looking at his game, his game was really magnificent. And, again, he helped really elevate Syracuse basketball. You see where Syracuse is now and they made another Final Four. I I did read um, one thing about him whenever I saw it because, you know, I I know the name and I know, like, he – because I, I, I didn't want to get confused with Earl de Pearl and My stuff. With it, yeah. yeah, when it comes to like with Pearl Washington. But then I yes. used to read how it was like some um, semblance of their games as well. It was similar, yes. How the, it, it was similar. Earl came a lot um, sooner. He, yeah. He was there came in the a 70s. Lot sooner. Yeah. Um, but I did read some stuff uh, about Beheim, how he was talking, speaking of that, about putting Syracuse on the map. How whenever they take trips out to LA, oh stuff, LA, yes, they just be like, oh, there's there's the coach, this there's the, the coach, yeah, that, that, coach that, Pearl. that Pearl, yeah, that's him. So he, that's he, made, he made Syracuse a national a national brand. You know, it was just regional a regional yeah. university at first. I mean, there's nothing in upstate New York. Yeah, and he was a city nothing. kid going to upstate New York. So that really um, opened the door for like Derek Coleman and guys like that, exactly. Ronnie Cycling, and to come and build that program. So uh, I mean, he and he had a brain tumor. Yeah, I think he had a brain tumor so, so last sad year, and only yeah. fifty-two. So sad. So sad. Right. So shout out to Earl the Pearl, <laughs> Earl the Pearl, Pearl Washington's Pearl Washington. family. Yes, and everybody. And it's such a sad thing, but as you so beautifully stated, and it makes me want to watch that thirty for thirty now. Oh, it is awesome. About the Big East, you didn't see the one about the Big East. I didn't see that one. I oh my one god! It's one of it is one between that one and the Fab Five. My favorite always would be Tanya Harden. 
in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know, we probably watched Why? that. Why? Why? <laughs> I think we watched that like three days in a row. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> that is amazing. But I do love the Miami one. To oh yeah oh god yes I the Miami, Miami one and the Fab Five like you said those are yeah those are really up there I, they are amazing but those those are up there for me all right we're gonna transition off the sports well not necessarily it's still a sports theme okay but it did that really happen moments um that happened in the world of entertainment but they still relate to sports because they do involve former or current people in the world of sports it's hot topics hot topics yes how you doing how you doing <laughs> first what the hell is going on with abc and kelly what is it live with kelly and <laughs> shut down with kelly <laughs> shut down <laughs> shut down with kelly i keep wanting to say regis and kelly still it is regis I keep wanting to say that still to this day. I want to say Regis and Kathleen Lee. So you know. Yeah, Regis and Regis and Kathleen Lee. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All I'm all I'm gonna say the, is don't fuck with the mouse. <laughs> the mouse would get you every time. The mouse rules the world. Let me tell you, Michael Strahan, boy, he he got boy. They did some behind the scenes work and right I there. Love it. <laughs> if you don't know I America, love it. Michael Strahan. He announced actually um, on the show. Was it was it on the show yesterday? Well, it came out. It came out. It came out. ABC announced it like late yesterday. Late yesterday, but on the show on Wednesday. On today, today, April twentieth, he announced how he would not be returning to the show and he would be going to GMA. And guess who happened to be absent? Let me, let me not guess it was Kelly. It wasn't Kelly, was it? Oh, she know that girl was dead. It wasn't the jilted lover, was it? Mm. <laughs> Again, somebody want nobody else to make no money. I'm sorry. Kelly was not there. I'm going to keep it real with you. If they would have came to Kelly and like, listen here, bitch. Listen, girl. We about to ask this show. And we got an opportunity for you to go yeah. to Good Morning America. We think about adding an extra hour. Pay you more money, but you can't tell Michael about this. What do you think she'll do? Uh, close her mouth and not say a damn word. Well, I signed that check. <laughs> Get it right there. Well, I signed the contract that. <laughs> so she can't really be mad, you know. It's it's Hollywood. It's entertainment. It's New York City. Right. You know, there's no honor among thieves. Now, see, well, it got some people upset because people are like, Kelly is the one who... Fought for Strahan and got Strahan to come on child. and everything and, and to be there and was big in his hiring. She she was his big Oh, child, she's the executive producer now? You know. Or is she the only only her talent? Well, you know, she, she, they say she's Kelly. So Kelly I, makes hiring decisions? <laughs> Apparently not because she didn't make that one, did she? Apparently not. I'm just saying what the people say. Okay, you ain't got to read no, me. No, I'm, I'm not just... reading you. I'm just reading people that want to give people all these powers and titles and stuff, but they have people that are called executive producers and showrunners for they a reason, do. right? They do. But, but that, that is one of the shady... Now, I tell you, one of the shady things of it all yes. is that they say Kelly and her executive producer... Um, did not find out about this news sure until a few moments. That's right. 
before. Thought you had a friend, didn't you? It thought you had a friend. ABC had all this time to say something. They didn't say their mouths were closed. So Disney why, had a chance. Right, so I don't think anybody should be mad at Michael. Well, see, in fairness, I don't know if a protest is more against Michael or more against the company. That's true. Maybe it's the company. But listen, if it was me and let's say you were like, well, you're my brother, but if it was another somebody else and they had opportunity and I was Kelly and I was in, put in that position, I would still take my ass to work yeah. um, just because of my respect and relationship for my co-host. Now, would you still take your ass to work <laughs> if the other word behind the scene is that they're going to axe your show completely and add an extra hour to GMA? I would go to work, and then the very next day, I would tell them to kiss my butt ass. <laughs> I know, my right? Check, and I'm taking a hiatus. <laughs> I'm taking a, I'm a, I'm taking an early, early vacation. Early, early vacation. Early, early. Right. Use up all the vacation days. Absolutely. Because I want to say face, because this face is so gorgeous. So I have to say oh, face. Jesus. And be like, listen, you know, I'm gonna be a, I'm not gonna, I'm not jilted. Are you serious? My name is Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kelly Ripper. You know what's so funny? Isn't it funny that rich people got work drama just like we do? It is, it is <laughs> utterly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is like some epitome of work drama. But going I don't on get now. it. Listen, you you get paid millions. I'm gonna sound like Donald Trump. Millions and millions <laughs> of dollars to. Come to work for an hour a day. I mean, it's it's live with Regis. I mean, live with Kelly and Michael. Yeah. There's really no prep work for the talent. Yeah. They print out the little questions for them. Hey, here are your questions. <laughs> See your little makeup Maybe they chair. put in some work in segment work or something or what they could. No, they know. have a huge staff that preps the show for them. Yeah. People, like you like you used to work at ESPN, you're doing all this prepping and cutting and pasting <laughs> for people to watch the little highlights on. I know, I know, I get you. That's what they got. You got to run the show. These little interns, hey, come to New York, work for us. We'll pay you $5. We'll pay you $5 an hour. <laughs> Let's get this show Maybe together. You got to live with like 10 other people. Exactly. And they, yeah. just, they just walk into the door, hey, here's your questions. Yeah. Have a great show. Now, it was so funny what we were talking about last night. How Michael Strahan has made one of the greatest transformations from football to the world of entertainment Just seen that this. I've ever, ever seen, seen, that we've ever seen. I'll, I, I think I said last night, he's OJ minus the murder. You sure did. Yeah, he's <laughs> OJ, OJ minus the little murdering and that kind of stuff. Oh, Jesus. Because before he did all that stuff, OJ was on everything. Yeah, yeah. He was a superstar. Yeah. Now, you know you win America once you win, as you said, we talked about white folks before, when you win the hearts of white people. Oh. And see, you are a, a, a big black man. Right. But it's not just white people. It's the white grandmamas. Yes, it's the white grandmamas. When you get a white grandmama, you have made it. You have made it. <laughs> you, you have, have arrived. A gig right for life. There. Yes. And yes. He, is, he is like the male Oprah that he became. He's the male Oprah. And it's amazing the way that his career has just transformed. Who would have thought Michael Strahan for the New York Giants would be doing what he's doing He was now? an asshole as a player. <laughs> like, he wasn't very likable. I mean, he had a big old gap, and he was just very abrasive and very outgoing personality. It wasn't very lovable unless you're, no. like, a Giants fan. No. But 
he's a lovable person off camera. I mean, he's a very attractive man. You know, he, so women love him. Yes, yes. He's very. He he's had the same woman to do Eddie Murphy's. Um, Nicole um, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And all that. Before, they I don't know if they, they, they dated for a long time. Yeah, I don't right? think they're together anymore now. Together now. Yeah, but they, I think they got a couple of kids together, too, or something like that. But, um, I mean, America loves them. They love them. That is true. Yeah, so. And he, what a transformation. Now, somebody who's not making a good transformation, not from the world of entertainment. I know where this is going. <laughs> It could go either way with these two, but that we'll see because we have two goodies prepared for you. No, I know who this is. But who did not make a great transformation into the NFL right now? Manzania. And is, is having some really did that just happen moments? Manzania. Johnny Manziel. I heard this story that this party is a lot worse than the media is letting out. Uh-oh. Talk about it. Well, for one, guess who I heard called the police on them? Who? Kathy Griffin. No way. <laughs> Are Crazy you ass, loud ass mouth. Kathy Griffin said somebody was too loud. What? I did not read that. Are you serious? Yep. Kathy Griffin. Yep. Man, Kathy you got to be on a level 30. 107. <laughs> what is going on? Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Kathy motherfucking Griffin. Of all people. Of all people. Her crazy motherfucking ass was like, you being too loud. Something wow. strange is going on over there. Wow. So, <laughs> Mr. Party Man himself, I guess he didn't take Mr. Rosenhaus serious when he said, you have five days? When he said, you have five days to seek treatment and clean up your act. Good and bye. Or else what? Good and bye. Good and bye. And where did he go? Good and bye. Good and bye. This guy is agentless now, right? What does he have anybody? Are what? you gonna are you gonna represent him? Spit through two <laughs> agents. Two agents. In already matter, in a matter of months. seconds, it yeah. seems like. You I heard this. He has food. no home for in the NFL now. Who who wants him? Who's that desperate? Yeah. They they said this fool had champagne glasses in the trees. How the fuck do you get champagne wow. glasses in trees? I don't know. How do you do that? That's crazy. They said he was uh, uh, with Coachella, Coachella that was going on. They said he was just a party, party, party. He probably animal. did some drugs that we've never even heard of before. Oh, gosh. Want some blow? Hey, you know what it was like? It was like um um half a half knots. What's his face found a, a, oh, a bit of hotel room? Coked out. <laughs> Coked out. <laughs> yes. Bringing everybody Wyatt. up in that Wyatt. Mr. Wyatt himself doing lines yes. all over the place. Doing lines, doing lines on <laughs> titties and asses. And everything. Everything. <laughs> Who knows what was going on with this dude, man? But how does he still get chances and hopefully they have ended at uh, for him. hopefully it should it, be over there is no more chances it was and then he got dropped by nike oh my gosh like why did you like so long how do you mess this stuff up i know and then a rep of his did you hear about his new rebranding idea now i guess the rep you know, was coming out on his behalf you know you've been hearing all these things about 
Jonathan. It's not going by Johnny. Who the Johnny fuck is Jonathan? Now. Not going by Johnny. Who the fuck is Jonathan? Jonathan. But I assure you, oh, yes, he's that's taking, gonna make he's me not know that's Johnny issues. Menzel. He's taking these issues seriously. I guess oh. Jonathan sounds more mature. Oh, Jonathan. It's the new, the rebranding of Johnny Menzel. Johnny is Jonathan like the little Menzel. immature young boy. Jonathan is the mature. Oh, okay, new man. great. Johnny yeah. motherfucking Menzel. We'll see how long that lasts. Now we got this other motherfucker. Who's this? Mr. Kurt Schilling. Finally, ESPN <clears throat> let this asshole go. He got fired, America, on Wednesday, April the 20th. Finally. Thank God. I don't know how many did that really just happen moments this guy's had over the last year from uh, from the whole comparing uh, Muslims to Nazis. <laughs> Hillary Clinton needs to be buried under the jail comments. Man, into now going into his transphobic little comments that he had, America. So I don't know if you've been following or heard. <laughs> but you know, there's been this little controversial thing going on in North Carolina with this HB2 Mississippi law. Too. <laughs> Mississippi 2. Don't let them off the hook. So there was some meme going around apparently where they had an overweight man dressed in like a wig and with his, his titty showing and all this stuff and the caption reads, let him in. <laughs> you know, that's why I let him into a bathroom, America. It says, let him in to the restroom with your daughter or else you're a narrow-minded, judgmental, unloving, racist bigot who needs to die. Wow. So I guess Mr. Kurt Schilling finds this amusing, you know, and decides to repost this meme and actually add a comment to it on his Facebook page. Right, because he's clearly not racist or bigot. Right. And his, his, his comment that he adds to it is, it says, a man is a man, no matter what they call themselves. I don't care what they are, who they sleep with. Men's room was designed for the penis. Women's, not so much. How you need laws telling us differently? Pathetic. I thought the bathroom was designed to piss or shit in and then to flush it down. <laughs> That's what I sewer. thought, too. <laughs> That's all I, I thought. I didn't know it was made for a penis or a vagina. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. Thank you, Kurt. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, and the rest is so... This guy posted this, and then he went on a tirade because he was... Confused why he was getting so much black backlash. Of course. <laughs> He's like, oh, if you find this offensive, it's your fault. Something's of wrong course. with you. Something's wrong with you. You know what? You know, everybody's entitled to think what they want. Hey, right. if you want to think that, that's your prerogative. If you want to post it, that's cool if you're not a personality. Right. If you're not a personality. Not a personality. You work for ESPN. You work for the mouse. Who does not put up with anything we, controversial? Don't we see how the mouse doesn't play already with straight hand and that whole situation? Does not play. We the both worked dirty. for the mouse before. We know how the mouse doesn't play. <laughs> Absolutely. I was a slave to the mouse. I was a slave to the mouse too. Sure was. And I don't know what ESPN was supposed to do. They 
specifically told him to stay out. Stop doing this. <laughs> a political thing. And then he say something like, I dare ESPN to say something. Uh, yeah, to there's a, something. I dare ESPN to fire, fire me. I dare you. Well, guess what? You're fired. <laughs> I'm sure you love Trump. So Another Trump in there, there you right go. there. You love yes. Trump, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. I'm sure he's getting your vote. Right. I am so glad this asshole is gone. He is. He, just looking at him on television was like the worst. And didn't he have like some kind of surgery or something? Or Oh, yeah, he had that tobacco cancer. I mean, oh, yeah, he was yeah. Doing he was, yeah. I that, mean, some people funny. just don't, don't look. They look a gift horse in the mouth and just are not thankful. You should relish every breath that you have available still here on life. The fact that you can speak. That's true. And you want to use your voice to spew for hate? intolerance and hate? And they don't understand how it is? And Ridiculous. I, and then, oh, I dare you to fire me. I don't care. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, bitch. Out of there. Get out of here. You know who else needs to be gone? Chris Berman. No, not that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah, we ain't going to even get into that. Whatever. <laughs> that, that, that shit. You go out there and read a ESPN Untold Stories book or something, then I'm sure you'll find some shit there. Yes. But in the world of politics, who tries to stick around and still tries to make himself relevant, and he is one of the worst things ever. Your best friend. Your daddy, Mr. Ben Carson, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. So I don't know if you heard the news My today, daddy, America. I'm black. <laughs> My father is black. <laughs> ben Carson is not black. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. This one really had me burning today. First, I know you've heard that. We have a new face on the $20 bill. Shout out to Harriet Tubman. Shout out to Harriet Tubman. I want to go some weight in the water. Weight in the water, children. Weight. Get my 20. In the water. God's going to trouble the water. She got her due right now. She is replacing that racist ass Andrew Jackson. On a $20 bill. From slave owner to slave. The guy who killed, who was responsible for, what, over 46,000 Native American yeah, deaths? Yeah, that's the, about 46,000. That's the, about right. The Trail of Tears. What is, oh, the I think I've heard of that. Have you heard yeah, of that have before? You heard that little thing? Right. Somebody who would push something through Congress called a Indian Removal Act? Oh, what is that about? What is that? What does that sound oh, like? okay. Oh, this is the guy that we, we love to honor. And put on money. On our currency. And the shade of it all is the guy actually hated paper money. Hated he got it. rid of bit banks. Hated it. He wanted the, everything to be done in gold and silver. Gold and silver. Led the world, led America into a recession. It's funny because even this girl, <laughs> ben, ben Carson, likes to give her credit because... For stuff we, she's never accomplished. For this, there's one thing because it's the thing about Andrew Jackson is the only one who's paid he, off all the national he debt. He balanced okay. the budget. Yeah, he 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 balanced the budget. A, a great man. Okay, that is fact. He did pay off a national debt. Right. But what happened two years later? What happened? America went into what? one of the longest what? recessions. So what? 
in history to what? for seven years. For how long? <laughs> right. Okay. So we're going to just leave that there. Leave it at that. But anyway, you got Mr. Ben Carson stepping up and saying that Harriet Tubman does not deserve to be on this $20 bill. We do not deserve to replace an American great like Andrew Jackson. This is the black man we talk about. This is a black man. Supposedly a black man. Oh, I love Harriet. Yeah, but put her on the on the two dollar two dollar bill. You put her on the two dollar bill. Or two dollar bill. Why should you take something away from an American great like I Andrew haven't Jackson? seen a two dollar bill since I was like five years old. <laughs> it was like finding a four leaf clover. <laughs> then it was like, yeah, impossible. Exactly. You're exactly right. A fifty cent piece. <laughs> yes, a fifty cent piece. Oh my! <laughs> this guy, motherfucker. I fucking hate being. Car- I fucking loathe Ben Carson. I don't understand this guy at all. He hates everything black. Everything Anything black. Anything that has to do with black. blackness, he finds he a reason finds a way to, to dismiss it. it and be so dismissive of it. Like, is that a prerequisite <laughs> of being a Republican or something? Like, must you dismiss everything that is black? I mean, just self, it's self-hate. I mean, why do you hate yourself so much? That you want to diminish any relevance or anything that's an accomplishment for anybody that looks like you. I, <laughs> no, I don't, I understand. don't understand that. Your wife is black. Your mom is black. Oh, your cousins, everybody black. I don't I mean, understand. You shouldn't do things just because somebody's black, white, or whatever the race is. Right. But you should have some semblance of pride about, you know... Your race, at or some, somebody like some you. Sense, at, at some point, in that part of just humanity and being human, like, like these people that I'm sure you rest a lot of people that are really mad about. Oh, Andrew Jackson gosh. being removed. People because they love their like, race. You people at like this is worse than ISIS or something with Andrew Jackson coming off of this twenty dollar bill. Yeah. I just couldn't believe how much hate was just out there. It was just people saying, okay. I'm never getting the $20 bill. Just pay me yeah, back at okay. 50 and 100 yeah, and okay. whatever, and all this stuff. And people are so Oh, silly. my gosh. Like, she's not a hero. Not, not no American hero. What does she do? What, what wars, does she do? What wars did she win? And all this stuff. And, oh, my gosh. This the war is, against slavery. Oh, of course. That's a big old war. Right. And then, hello, she did help the Union. That was kind of an important... That was... Uh, uh, the Civil important. War was the biggest war, war this country was a spy. Has won against the South. Oh, right. gosh. It served as a nurse and everything. And all. She's, she's, nobody, people, she's nobody important. Oh, my gosh. In history. And only just led so many... So many slaves to freedom. Uh, this, this is what happens when you only relegate black history to black history month. Right. It is. It is what black history is American history. Yeah, American history is Black history. Yeah, it should be taught for everyone to know, and not just Black people. Yeah, it's for everyone. It's, it's American history. history. And what's going? This is going to be interesting. Y'all just watch until this until this actually happens, and she rolls out on the twenty dollars bill. You're going to hear so so much about it because there's so many sides, and people are like. You know, why would you put Harriet on that? That's disrespectful to Harriet because 
you know, money represents like slavery and all these things. Oh, and it's a black woman that's mad too. Like, exactly. People are, people are so people are mad, mad about this it's thing. Like, I'm like, it's currency. <laughs> right. Am I missing, a dollar bill. Am I missing something? It. Okay, so are you not going to spend that $20 bill because it's Harriet Tubman on it? Well, should I give it to me? I'll be happy to spend it. Right. At the end of the day, I don't understand what the big... What the fuck is the problem? What what is the problem? Did that really just happen in America? Did everybody really just blow up today and lose their shit over Harriet Tubman being on a $20 bill? I hope Harriet Tubman somewhere like, what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) (laughs) I'm oh, really that crazy. And, and like, there's nothing, like, there isn't anything important going on, or it's she more important like, to worry about and talk about. She's like, I'm so glad I was born when I was. I didn't have to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> that would be terrible. I, I had to deal with was. slavery. <laughs> oh, God. But this shit here is ridiculous. <laughs> we would find anything to fight and argue about. Like, some things shouldn't even be. Why? What's so hard for Ben Carson to just say, oh, that's such that's a, a great, great honor? honor. You know, she was such a great woman, what she did in history. She was a great patriot. You know, they love that word patriot right. and stuff like that. They so, do. You know what? I listen to, um, you know, I listen to different stuff. Mm-hmm. So I listen to some of Sean um, Hannity oh, boy. today. Um, but until luck. Bamani came on, but Bamani ended up not even coming on, but that's a different story. But uh, <laughs> even he was like, he was telling the story of Harriet Tubman and stuff, and he was like, you know what? You know, um, I think that's a great honor, and I think it's well deserved. She's a great American, what? and she was really influential in right, the history Hannity. of the United States, dealing with a lot of hatred and evilness. And go ahead, Sean Hannity. Yeah, so I was like, so he can do this. This white ass motherfucker can go ahead. <laughs> and we noticed something. He is. Sad and he hates. Boy. He hates. <laughs> a Black Lives Matter. He hates Obama. <laughs> so he hates a lot of black stuff. But he was very respectful. Of history. Because this should just be a non-issue. It should be a non-issue. Something should really just be a non-issue. Right. He's like, well, I, he's like, I don't understand why anybody's upset about it, but, you know, they are. They are know. really mad. Like, are mad. really, really mad. And people are like, what else are you going to do, Obama? <laughs> like, Obama has something to do with it. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. I think on that note, that would be it, America. That's all we have for you today. I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> I, I cannot wait for the day when I have enough money where I can just go to our remote island. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just away. Calcon, take me away. Take me away. Take me away. I just need to be able here. to get my sports, my Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. Gotta have that. My RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> oh, yes. My scandal. <laughs> We definitely talk about that. Yeah. My football, tennis, basketball. You know, everything I love in life. You asking for a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I just need a TV with that. You just need TV with all that. All that, out. yes. And get away from all this bullshit. Fuck everything. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Fuck this bullshit. We're out, America. Good night, America.